Good morning. It's Thursday, February 4th, and this is the Herald Review's podcast, The Daily Chirp. We're excited to bring you a closer look at one of our top stories, events in the community, local history, sports, and more. Today, work at the border has halted, but what's next? But first, a quick message from our sponsor. Hi, everyone. I'm Sean Lawley from the Lawley Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small-town dealer-friendly. Come into any one of the Lawley dealerships today or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lawley deal. Nobody. Before we begin, some local history. What began in 1927 as trailer and camping spaces has transformed into a monument and remembrance of times gone by. Situated in the Mule Mountains in Bisbee, the Shady Deli is home to nine vintage travel trailers, among them a 1949 Airstream. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. Benson Hospital's comprehensive rehabilitation team strives to get you back on your feet and improve your lifestyle, offering physical, occupational, and speech therapy. For more information, visit BensonHospital.org or call 520-586-2262. Now our feature story. There will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration, number one. Number two, I'm going to make sure that we have border protection, but it's going to be based on making sure that we use high-tech capacity to deal with it. As we mentioned in an episode earlier this week, the wall construction vehicles and equipment of the Southwest Valley Construction Company were removed from various sites along the border. On January 21st, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers issued a statement stating that upon receipt of President Biden's proclamation, they directed contractors involved in border barrier construction not to install any additional physical barriers. They also noted that as the program is paused, they will work closely with the Department of Defense and Department of the Army to ensure public safety and a responsible use of taxpayer dollars. Biden, who signed the executive order right after his inauguration, said that building a massive wall that spans the entire southern border is not a serious policy solution. He said it is a waste of money that diverts attention from genuine threats to homeland security. CBP says they've completed more than 452 miles of the new border wall system. The wall and border security was a big focus of the Trump administration. Trump made several visits to the border during his presidency to see and highlight the progress on the wall. President Biden put a halt to the work, stopping funding and construction of the wall. Biden also took action to fortify the DACA program, which protects undocumented immigrants who came to the U.S. as children from deportation. Biden has promised to introduce an immigration reform bill that includes an eight-year pathway to citizenship and allows more refugee admissions. It was just one of a number of executive orders reversing actions of the Trump administration Biden signed that day. To thousands of people from Texas to California, it was a much-anticipated reprieve of the destruction wreaked across the border that impacted fragile desert ecosystems and crucial wildlife mitigation corridors. But for rancher John Ladd, whose ranch lies on the border, the order to stop construction was not good news. He said that it's a bad deal. They need to finish it down here. He said the gaps were allowing illegal immigrants to cross. The Borderlands campaigner at the Center for Biological Diversity told us that the president's quick action on this executive order is an important step toward repairing the senseless destruction and xenophobia that have shattered the Borderlands for four years. 
With construction stopped, the hope of repairing the damage done and restoring wildlife corridors is growing. Eighteen community and environmental organizations have formed a coalition and asked the Biden administration in a letter to immediately cancel all border wall contracts with remaining funds diverted to other purposes, including to mitigate harms from the wall and wall removal. They ask for immediate action to restore the fragile and ecologically sensitive areas negatively impacted by wall construction. Further, they want to have all border walls removed, move toward responsible, humane border management, and promote unity and harmony between Mexico and the United States. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. At Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, we aim to provide our residents ways to stay active and engaged through our Ageless Grace Fitness and Wellness Programming. Join us every Friday at 10.30 a.m. for free online Ageless Grace classes. Visit notyourgrandmasnursinghome.com to sign up today. Next, a quick announcement brought to you by Apex Network Physical Therapy. Voted Best of Cochise County 2020, Apex Network provides exceptional care to the Sierra Vista and Benson communities. Choose Apex Network for all of your physical therapy needs. To learn more, go to apexnetworkpt.com. Questions from the public on why some of the Border Patrol's checkpoints were closed in Cochise County have been answered. Personnel who staff the checkpoints, including the ones on State Route 90 and State Route 80 in Tombstone, have been sent to the border because of a spike in the number of undocumented individuals crossing into Arizona from Mexico. Next, we're excited to highlight some former Douglas High School soccer players. Brought to you by our sponsors, Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative. You're probably spending a lot more quality time at home these days, keeping you and your family safe. And that can present some opportunities that you usually don't experience, like maybe laughing together at a funny movie or screaming together at a scary movie, pitching in to make a special dinner, or maybe you're keeping in touch with friends and relatives and other places on your devices. And it just so happens that many of the activities we're sharing with each other are made possible by electricity. At Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative, we know that you are depending on us both for fun and serious needs. And we want you to know that we're here for you day and night, sunshine or storm, easygoing times or trying times like now, making sure you're getting the power that you need every day to meet your needs. For over 85 years, through all kinds of tough times, we've been there for our members. And even though you may not see us, we're here for you now. Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative, owned by those we serve. When Douglas High School announced several weeks ago that it was canceling its winter sports season, several athletes began looking at possibly transferring to other schools that offer winter sports. Seniors Miguel Sosa, Oscar Valenzuela, and Joaquin Kiki Escalante, who were vital members of the Bulldogs soccer team that went 19-3-1 last season, were looking to continue playing a sport they are passionate about and possibly getting noticed by a collegiate scout. Escalante has family that resides in the Sunnyside School District in Tucson, which allowed him the opportunity to enroll at Sunnyside High School. Per Arizona Interscholastic Association rules that have been amended this year because of COVID-19, players can transfer to another school and be immediately eligible if their school does not compete in a sports season. This opened the door for Escalante, a midfielder, and Sosa, a striker, to join the Sunnyside soccer team, which plays in the 5A region. Valenzuela joined the team last year. Finally, today we're remembering the life of Patricia Elliott. Pat met the love of her life, Robert Louis Elliott, as a sophomore in high school, and they married during their college years. To this union, four children were born. They lived in Centralia, Washington, where Bob was a teacher and basketball coach. 
He later joined Phillips Petroleum Company, which took them to many places, and finally to Loveland, Colorado, where Bob retired. Avid golfers, they searched for the perfect place to live by traveling two years in a motorhome until they discovered Sierra Vista. Musically gifted, Pat played the viola and violin through the years and was part of different quartets and ensembles. She loved gardening and feeding any bird that landed in her backyard. What Pat was best known for was sharing her love for Jesus and her active involvement in children's ministry. Each church she attended, she taught Sunday school and children's church faithfully. During the 50s, she taught the Bible in three different schools when religious education was still accepted in the public school system. In the early 70s, she was a children's pastor at Calvary Temple in Denver. Through the years, many children were blessed by her passionate and articulate storytelling of God's Word. Pat will be greatly missed. Thank you for taking a moment today to remember and celebrate her life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. Join us again on Friday. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. For more information on any of the stories you heard about today, visit us at myheraldreview.com. Right now, you can become a member starting at just $1.99 per week. Want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com.